You're listening to the Ringside Podcast. Welcome to Ringside. The show that brings you all that is pro wrestling news, interviews, and opinions. Mama, mama, me! Really? Woo! We got two words for ya! Oh, yeah! With Daniel Spencer. Acknowledge me. Jeremy Woman. When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. And Linda Kay. Are you boys ready for the grind? And now, let's ring the bell and start the show. Welcome to the Ringside Podcast. I'm Daniel Spencer. I'm Jeremy Wallman. And I'm Eric Cornish. All right. We got a, um, today, no Linda K today. Um, she uh, couldn't uh, do the show with us, so she gave her a blessing to go on without us. And uh, we, you know, overall, though, we got to change that intro. I mean, you heard the intro. It doesn't have Eric Cornish's name listed, and Eric's been back for pretty much um, the last, what, eight months? So I mean, uh, did he ever really leave all the way to begin with? I mean, he, he hopped out for a while. A while. He's never really gone that much. I did. I did hop out for a while. Well, what was funny was like he hopped out, and then like I remember telling AJ McKay, I was like, "Hey, make one that says have Eric Cornish's name, so I can like just add it in if he ever comes back." And um, he goes, "Okay," and I never got the and Eric Cornish um, voiceover. So um, I don't know, maybe. I mean, you would think your um, your along your sit along ringside pal there, um, Eric would um, would take care of his buddy, but I don't know that. I'm not trying to you know start any fires or anything, but I'm just saying. Did we lose him? Did he freeze up? <laughs> oh, uh, whatever. Well, you know, no, just leave me out. I'll, I'll I'll let my appearance speak for itself. Oh, I think he's on a delay. He must be on a delay. Okay. All right. Or he froze up. What do you... I don't know. We have a... The video definitely froze. Okay, he's good now. He's okay, live. am I back? You're back. Yeah, you're back. Yeah, you're back. Sorry, I had to this switch over to a different... This is kind of live TV, here. pal. Yeah. That's right. This is, this, is, uh, this is what we do here at Ringside Podcast. and uh, I've been trying... Really, I know, I've been lagging the last couple, so I've been trying to... to everyone. Hopefully. All right. Well, we're we, um, going to have a... Um, or maybe not. <laughs> we're going to have a, a, a probably a short show today um, as we're recording this before Raw happens. But we, went, we got, wanted to kind of get something out there, something to talk about. We got a couple guests lined up uh, for sure in the next couple of weeks. I'm um, going to go ahead and announce them at the end of the show. So stay tuned of who those people are. And um, we'll announce uh, in... in you um some some I think we've teased before and the other ones one person we have not even brought up even said before and it's uh, pretty cool that they're willing to do the show so uh yeah let's uh, but anyways um guys um before we get started why don't we get our stuff out of the way why don't we talk about our amazing sponsors uh, in first caller number when you go to callernumberbrand.com use promo code ringside on capital letters. You've saved 10% and you have the Ringside Podcast out. Get the best wrestling apparel there is today. 
I just got some free Collar Nibble merch uh, this past weekend in Chicago. Thanks to Collar Nibble showing up at the Impact TV tapings. And um, and uh, so it, everyone in the locker room is excited to get some wrestling apparel from Collar Nibble because they know how comfortable it is and they get to work out in it and uh, sleep in it or go to the gym in it, whatever they want to do. I, actually, I said go to work out in it, didn't I? Um, and uh, they love it. So uh, it's the best wrestling apparel to us today. CollarNibbleBrand.com. Use promo code RINGSIDE and save 10%. And don't forget about Pro Wrestling Insurance. When you go to Pro Wrestling Insurance, um, you know, it's, it's let them know Ringside Sincha, and it, it's the it's great supplementary life insurance uh, for anything you need. Uh, takes, care, takes care of everything, especially those, that kind of insurance that, you know, when you're when you're out of work and things happen and you need something to back up, to back up on, uh, it's one of those things that helps you out there. So check out Pro Wrestling Insurance. Ask for Chris. Let them know Ringside Sincha. And Eric? And support for the Ringside Podcast also brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision engineering tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the ultimate hygiene bundle for the man in your life. It is the performance package. Help him join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with the exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code REFEREE at Manscaped.com. And, of course, we all use it. I mean, I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for you guys. I haven't been there with you guys. I don't know. But I use it myself. I am a big fan of Manscaped. I love the lawnmower 4.0 with the skin-safe technology, the LED spotlight that puts the real star in the spotlight, if you know what I mean. Plus, makes it uh, makes it nice and smooth without all the nicks and scratches. It significantly reduces all of those. And then, of course, you've got the Weed Whacker, the nose and ear hair trimmer, which I love. Both of these uh, these instruments are waterproof, which is great. You can use them in the shower and not get all the messy air all over the bathroom and uh, just take care of yourself. Plus, there's other ways to take care of yourself, including the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. All of that comes in the wonderful shed, which is the, the carrying case for all that great stuff. So check it out. It is a performance package 4.0. Use the code REFEREE at manscaped.com. All right. All right. So a lot to get into, a lot um, lot to talk about. Um, and uh, why don't we just go right at it? Uh, uh, WB SummerSlam is coming up this week. Jeremy will be there live. Uh, along with uh, one of our correspondents who's hopped on from time to time, Sean, um, Sean Barber. And uh, we like to make fun of Sean here. He's, a, he's pretty much my brother-in-law. So, um, and uh, he's, uh, I heard you got some good seats, man, for some SummerSlam. Yeah. Got some floor seats. Uh, my brother's going as well. He's been on with us, uh, I think, a time or two. And we're just going to have, I don't know if anything could top Royal Rumble. Like when me and Eric, we, we did that show up from the hotel and then later that night ran into Bischoff and Flair at the bar. But, uh, you know, I shoot for the stars, you know? Yeah. And, I missed uh, that second half of that. I, I did the podcast though. <laughs> right. right. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you made the day and then he made the night. So there you go. Um, we had a great, we had a great time and I'm looking forward. This will complete my career grand slam. I've been to the rumble. I've been to survivor series, uh, been to mania. So this will be my, uh, my, I hit the first three up within about eight years, and then mom and dad got sick off and on, and I just really hadn't had the time. And then whenever when I did, SummerSlam was always somewhere far away, uh, like L.A. or you know, I think did they go to Toronto or some? Yeah. They, they 
they were away for a while. Last year, I could have could have done it, but um, still grieving the loss of my father, so I wasn't even really watching wrestling that much. But nevertheless, uh, it's going to be a good time. We're, uh, we are going. I invite you um, to follow me at Twitter at Jeremy underscore CSZ. Follow you where? Where? What's what? Probably where? I'm saying on Twitter. I'm not doing. I'm not doing that X stuff. I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to put. The, I'm not going to spray paint that on a championship belt. Uh, I'm not doing it. But uh, follow me on the X at Jeremy underscore CSZ about ten thirty. Uh, give me enough time Friday night to watch SmackDown and then set up my equipment, and we will come uh, to you live on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, the notification will come through Twitter. If you're interested, just DM me on the X at Jeremy underscore CSZ. But we're going to do a Cardinal Sport. Uh, my my normal podcast is uh, is the uh, my work podcast. It's Cardinal Sports Zone podcast. We can do a simulcast. Or we can call it whatever you want to. I've invited Daniel to come on the show so we can do a little ringside CSZ action that night. I think it'll be good. And plus, by that time, I will have seen enough of Detroit again. Because that's where the mania was that I went to was Detroit. Uh, we did. We really at uh, that time it was just a hit and quit type thing. We got there that day and left right after the show. We it was a, a last minute situation. But uh, maybe I've already ran into everybody I wanted to at that point. We'll talk about it Friday night. Yeah, it's um, it's going so did far. Did you say yeah? Yeah. 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 Um, I, I, My mom I, loves him. Every time he says yes, she says yeah. And she don't really get hype about wrestling, but she's been staying with us for the last month. And every time he's on the microphone, she gets pumped for Eli. I mean, L.A. Night. Okay. Can we can we talk about? Let, let me just talk about L.A. Night. Let me talk to you real yeah. quick yeah. about yeah. L.A. Night. Okay. Yeah. I know. A lot of people are hyped about L.A. Night. A lot of people are fired up about everything LA Knight. Can I just say to the wrestling fans, be patient, please. Can yeah. we just be patient? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if I see one more person say, why doesn't, why didn't he win the briefcase? Why doesn't he have the time? Like, what do you want him to do right now? You want him to win the briefcase and try to cash in on Roman? You know, that's not going to work. Right, that's right? It's not, not best for him. It's not. It's not. Chill, wrestling fans, chill out and let it breathe. This is the greatest thing for him ever right now. He's doing great. He's over. Agreed. But you don't. You don't just. You know, because somebody got a great reaction, just hand them every title in the promotion. Just chill. It will be okay. I promise. And where's the world? Where's the Royal Rumble at this year? By the way, not not segueing, but I, I'd like to be there when he wins it. I don't know where the Royal Rumble was. I actually I haven't heard. Um, I mean, they haven't announced it yet. No, Survivor Series is Chicago. That's, that's the only. That's the latest, biggest thing they've <laughs> announced. Um. So, so here's the, here's the thing. Let's let's talk about 1996. Around around. November Survivor Series 1996 towards the end of 96 beginning of 97 man somebody was getting pops someone was getting crazy people were going nuts for this guy by the name of Stone Cold Steve Austin and then it goes leads up and it's getting bigger and bigger and he was getting more over and over and then they had this match at you know 
He had this match at WrestleMania 13 in Chicago against uh, Bret Hart. The double turn, right? And um, shortly after that, more he kept getting bigger pop, bigger pop, bigger pop. But then one year later, WrestleMania 14 in Philly is where they finally – no, it was in Boston. Sorry, the Boston Garden. They finally decided to give him the world title or the WWE title, whatever he called it at the time. That was about 18 months in the making and he when he started really getting over. So as Jeremy alluded to, as Eric alluded to, guys, relax. It's early. Plenty of time before. And a lot of these same people were already going, why didn't Cody beat Roman at WrestleMania? Oh, my gosh. Just chill. Just chill. Just chill. Things are good. Speaking of, uh, first off, the, the rumored location is Orlando. Right now it's between Orlando and Tampa. They're battling back and forth for the Rumble. I'm Either way, I'm going. But um, tremendous. I know we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about everything individually, but I've been waiting for the, the Cody Rhodes documentary that came out today, and it did not disappoint. Probably one of the best documentaries that I've ever seen on the network. I'm sorry, on the on the Peacock. Peacock. Not a, but, but I, I, I would be, I would listen to arguments on better ones, but that to me, the whole two hours I was, I was locked in and it was awesome. I have not watched it yet. I'm looking forward to it. I haven't watched it either. I'm planning on actually doing it tonight. So, um, I will watch it, but I just seen highlights and people are sharing online and I'm like, all right, and I try not to watch those highlights because I'm like, I want to watch the actual doc, but then I'm intrigued, so I check it out, and that's how, um, shocking, shocking, somebody called um, the promotion that gets the second lowest or second highest ratings as a secondary promotion. Anyways, um, anyways, that just, ha- I mean, I, and, you know, I think personally the promotion I work for is probably the top, one of the top tier promotions, but we don't get the the exposure that the others do. So we are the third TV promotion. It just, that's the numbers don't lie for that before. Um, so, you know, it just, it is what it is. So yeah, they're the secondary promotion. We're the third WWE's number one. And, uh, and look, this is, this is not just cause you work there, but I would even argue that, that top to bottom quality. I think the impact product is a better product than AEW. And uh, I think you hit the nail on the head. Oh, I do agree with that. It's it's all about exposure. You all don't don't have the exposure that they they do. They've got like Ted Turner Jr. running things over there. And they are oversaturating, saturating, not saturating. I just combined two words there. They're oversaturating their product in the market. And uh, I was talking to one of my friends who's a huge AEW. Like WWE can never do right. They can AEW can never do wrong. You can call him. You can him. call him by his name, Steve. Hello, Steve. How you doing? No, it wasn't Steve. It what was Steve? Steve. Oh wow! No, 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 no. It was not Steve. It was actually my pastor, oddly enough. And um, he said Collision was one of the greatest shows of all time. And I said, Well, yeah. If you want to watch Swerve fight Darby every week, you want to watch guys shoot water gun pistols every week, or Alistair Black and. Uh, Sorry, the House of Black versus Andrade every week, and then sprinkling a little CM Punk 
re redoing the Ric Flair World World's Champion gimmick, and yeah, that's a, that's a great show. But the the fact is, they do put a lot of effort into Rampage, and they should move some of the like Rampage should cease to either cease to exist or call the Saturday Show Rampage because it's just too much. Or give Ring of Honor the the, the Friday night slot. I mean, I don't know what to me. It's just too much. There's not a lot of moving parts as far as storylines are are concerned. Uh, I have loved the MJF Adam Cole stuff, but and I'm not even saying this because I'm a WWE fan over AEW, which I, I'm not afraid to admit that. I'm a wrestling fan first and foremost, but I could not even tell you another storyline that's going on other than. Uh, Adam and MJF are buddying up the rest. And I think we've all criticized them in the past for having no continuity with their storylines. It's almost like a different storyline starts up every week. Um, oddly enough, I guess the Andrade House of Black stuff's the only other storyline that I can think of that's going on there. But it's just like, it pains me to see a promotion like Impact not get that shot and then to see a promotion like AEW have eight hour or seven hours of TV programming a week, get out of here. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, um, it, you know, it comes down to um, just the TV. But but honestly, though, today's world. We don't watch TV like we used to. I think we talked about this on the show before. So, yes, we can be on a better network, but really, would the better net would the actual better network help us? Maybe, maybe. I think it, I think part of that boils down to this. I think it's getting people to realize because Jeremy, you were one of these people. You were one of these people, and you're not. And you're. you're and I'm not saying that um, it was a bad thing. Just. When we started this podcast, go back and listen to the first few episodes. Jeremy would beat down the brow of Impact Wrestling. This was at the end of the Jeff Jarrett Dixie regime. This is right when GFW was trying to do that merger, and then that didn't happen, and then Anthem came in. All this stuff was happening. And then finally Scott Demore and and Don Callis and them took over and kind of changed it, but it took time. Yeah, yeah. In that period of time, one thing that Jeremy did that no one else has done, that a lot of people uh, have not done, is after what happened with Spike TV, and then after what happened with that, and it, all these different things, the Hogan era, and all this stuff where people just finally were like, screw it. And then, then the brand changed, and they went from, they dropped the TNA and went to Impact, or whatever. All these things happened. People were just like, I, I, don't, I don't know. And they left, and they haven't come back. Because they were making four million, there were four million people watching the program weekly, so there were eyes on the product. So it's it's just one of those things where um, people, I think, got like, I can't. They're still around, you know. I hear that a lot, and it's like, yeah, and it's like they're not want to. They're afraid to give it a chance because they were let down so many times. And they and these are people that got let down. Oh, I'll try it again. Then got let down. Oh, I'll try it again. And then got let down. And I think that's a lot of, you know, this is this is a new regime. Yes, it's the same. Yes, it has all the history. But overall, it's a new regime running this thing, and it's running it the correct way. And um, if you are to turn it on, you will be like, wow, yeah, they're not in the 20,000-seat the arenas, but 
the show that's on the 20,000 seat arenas, I'm not as entertained as I am with this one in the 1,000 seat arena. This is really, this is really good. And then you'll turn, you'll turn into, wow, then I can go to these shows and I can enjoy myself and I don't have to break, break, bank the break, uh, bank, break the bank, excuse me. All these things come involved with it. So, um, I think that's the key, just getting people to not sleep on it anymore and turn it back on and give it another shot. That's but what it, you know, what it's really going to take, though, is it's and it's the same for AEW and it's the same as Impact and same as WWE. Yeah, you can recycle those same fans and fans like us that we're going to we're going to give everything a chance and see whether we like it or not. And, you know, the people that like TNA come back to Impact and all that stuff. What it's going to take is for more eyes to see it. And the people who aren't watching wrestling right now are the people that used to watch wrestling or people that haven't watched wrestling, but now want to watch it, you know, and because of whatever's going on, whether it's somebody like LA Knight, whether it's Roman Reigns in the bloodline, whether it's, you know, CM Punk, whatever it is, it just needs other eyes that aren't watching wrestling at all to come back. Cause all of us, we're going to watch, we're going to give it a chance. Guys like us will do that. I still think out of the diehard fan, I think you have your label of, of wrestling fans. You have your diehard fans that watch every single thing there is. I'm not even one of those. I try to watch as much as possible. But you you have your die diehard fans. Then you have your you have your hardcore fans that watch a lot of stuff, and they they usually lean more towards and so, and they may be that hard hardcore fans that are that are non WWE and they're like, I want everything else. I want New Japan. I want your, your indies. I want your impact. I want your whatever. And, I, and, and they don't want to watch WWE or you have your AW guys that are just, I'm team AW and new Japan. I don't want to watch nothing else, even impact even. And, and then, and then I think you have your, just your wrestling fan that watch occasionally both like, or watch all three or watch a couple things, but it's, you know, you have a lot of that wrestle or we, or like we like wrestling. We watch it when we can, and then occasionally we might pick up something else, and we might go to an OVW show or an indie show or whatever. But it's like we're not we're not constantly keeping up with it every week. Do you have those kind of those kind of people? Those casual wrestling fans, the casual casual fan. I don't know if there's any of the. I think there's the casual fan to me only watches at WrestleMania. It's like it's like the the people that come over for the Super Bowl and watch the Super Bowl. They don't watch the whole season. They have no idea. They see what teams are on. They're there. They're having a good time. They're watching. They see the commercials or whatever. They see the halftime show. That's it. They they enjoy the Super Bowl, but they never watch the entire time. They never watch the whole season. I think WrestleMania has a lot of those fans too uh, that um, won't watch it any other time. The key is is not only do you get all of the different areas of fans to be the hardcore fan everywhere and watch all of it, and then also to get that casual fan that just wants to watch WrestleMania to actually turn it on during SummerSlam or turn it on during you know All Out or All In or you know Slammiversary or Bound for Glory or whatever and actually like watch other things. Um, it's the one year anniversary this week of Ric Flair's last match. You know, do something like that. Let's go see this pay per view that has somebody that we've heard about and known about all of our life. Let's go watch something like that when one of those kind of spectacular things come together. So, um, that's the, um, that I think is the, um, is really the, the, the trick and the test of how to, how to do that. I heard recently on a podcast with Conrad actually mentioned that, you know, it's going to take someone to, realize that tv is not the way you watch stuff anymore who's going to be the one to come up with a way of making that tiktok that's going to catch your attention and it's going to drink it's going to pull you to their account and they're going to pull you in and further into their stuff 
that's kind of the drive. You, you have to have that kind of stuff. You can't even do the, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to put a show out there. You've got to have the TikTok stuff to pull you in further. Because I don't know how many times I've been on a TikTok going through and I've watched something and then I go to click on the profile to see more videos and that then I'm like, okay, now I'm going to follow. You know, like it's done that. Where I mean, I've, and I've watched many videos and after I watch it, I laugh and scroll up. But it's that, oh, well, okay, all right. And then maybe I've seen it. Maybe it's the second time. Oh, they popped up on my timeline before. Okay, it's just all right. Let me go look at their page. Oh man, this guy, this girl, what this this count, whatever. It's pretty funny. And then now I follow it, or or I like it, or whatever. It's, it's entertaining. If it's not funny, it's entertaining or whatever. Now I follow it. That is that's kind of what needs. Someone needs to figure out how to do that in wrestling. And I'm not just showing clips or whatever because I know we. I'm showing like literally have something where it pulls you in. And then takes you further down that rabbit hole and becomes a new fan of that product. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's that's how it, it seems the world is working today, and that's that's how uh, so many different uh, people and things are getting noticed. Comedians and musicians and everything. So, I mean, <laughs> wrestling should be the same way. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um. All right, so uh, let's talk. You brought it up here. Um, I don't. I don't think. I thought he knew, but just in case, has somebody not has somebody not mentioned the CM Punk before that there is a X division title. It's in Impact Wrestling. It's currently being held by Leo Rush. Um, and there's a winner of the X, which is Kushida, who's the number one contender for the X Division title. I mean, I don't know why he wanted to create a belt with a new X on it. We already have one. No, I'm just confused. Or maybe maybe he was the wanted to be the X, as in like the X Division, as in the social media apps champion. Maybe that was it. maybe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, it could be. But does that make now? Wait a minute. Hold on. Kenny King is Impact's digital media champion, but Leo Rush is the X Division champion. Does that mean that now in all the other social medias, Kenny King is your champion, but when it comes to Twitter, I'm sorry, X, um, Leo Rush is the champion for that social media? I think, I think it more means that uh, it is the uh, the straight edge championship, so anybody that wins it has to be straight edge. Gotcha. Oh, look, that's all right. Cool. All right. Kind of like the old TNA Legends Championship. Well, that leaves out a lot of wrestlers. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, most of <laughs> most of the ones. I mean, there are, there are still a couple of straight edge out there, but uh, <laughs> who was it that said they didn't know straight edge meant? Was it on this podcast? I feel like it was. They didn't know straight edge meant uh, not drinking. Whatever they thought it meant, something else. I, um, was it JK? No, I thought it was one of like a guest we brought on recently and said that said something like that. I don't oh. know, but anyways, uh, <laughs> it's funny. Um, yeah, I mean that's you know, um, I uh, I thought it was funny when I saw the spray painting of the X. I was like, wait a minute, what? This is the this is interesting. But um, notice how he uh, didn't put the X through the A or the W. He put the X through the E. Which stands for elite. Long term, long term story storytelling, guys. I'm telling you, that will come to. It will eventually 
come to an end or come to a collision down the road um, has to. They're just it just it's setting it right up for that, you know. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, that's my little thought on that. Can you insert like a cricket noise right here? Why? I mean, you didn't you didn't disagree you didn't you didn't agree with that you disagreed. No, I just I'm just uh, I know he works really hard, but like the last two big things that CM Punk has done in AEW have been ripoffs of things he's done in other promotion, and he did that in WWE the Summer of Punk. Uh, where he did that, he also had done that in the Ring of Honor. So it's not like a new thing. He's just now, so, but like the real world's champion thing, everybody knows you, you lose a championship because of injury, you don't get to come back and just automatically be the champion. Now, again, I'm going to let the cake bake and see what happens out of it. I'm not like Mo, like Eric hit on earlier. Wrestling, it's not just the wrestling fans, though. It's not just the wrestling world. Sports in general, probably the world in general is just so impatient. Like if, if you don't get a guy to come in and coach your team that wins 30 games in a, in a conference championship the first year, he's a failure. It's just like the instant gratification is running wild with these millennials out here. And I'm not a big fan of that. With that being said, I'll let the cake bake on it and see what comes of it. But it's just like, are we really doing this again? I, I just, I don't know. I know I can be harsh with them sometimes, but again, I just want, I want bet. I really do. It may not sound like it, just like with Impact. I pooped all over Impact at the very beginning of this show uh, when we started the show because I was unsatisfied the, with the, the product. The actual the beginning of the podcast, season one. Yeah, when season one. The, when we started the podcast at the very beginning, yeah. Correct. Uh, I was unhappy with the product, and I was a loyal customer i was a, i was a loyal fan of impact and, and, and i was upset yeah i actually liked the idea at the beginning of aew coming in given uh not only a, a a choice but given the guys that weren't being treated right in wwe a shot to go over there and be treated correctly and that's still not being done right uh it was at the beginning but now you got guys like Miro who and Cesaro, who, okay, Cesaro's a Ring of Honor World Champion. Well, good. I don't mean, I don't know. I'm just disappointed. And, and I, I do get disappointed in WWE, too, sometimes. But I just want, I guess I just want better for AEW. I love all the wrestling. It, it made my heart warm today when I watched that documentary to hear Impact being mentioned. They mentioned AEW by name, OVW by name. They showed a picture of the front of OVW. I don't know if it was old stock footage or it was a fairly recent camera uh, work done. They, it, it was inside and outside the arena. You didn't see our banner. I was looking for it. But I, like as a wrestling fan, that excited me. I'm like, oh, man, this is a WWE show. He just said impact. He did, There's there's the, the blank blank. I'm not going to give anything away, but... Hey, there's guys from other promotions in this documentary. That's pretty cool. So, absolutely. All right, guys. So let's let's look at this um, big show we got coming up this week, SummerSlam in Detroit. Uh, let's let's kind of do a little um, little prediction it prediction thing. Okay, we got um, 
I think I think the major thing is LA Knight's going to do something at SummerSlam, correct? Some kind of segment. I'm we'll sure. just see. No, he, he's going to be in the Battle Royal. Okay, there we go. All right. He probably wins that. Probably wins that. All right. We got Logan Paul versus... We got Logan, patient. Logan Paul versus um, Ricochet. Who do we see coming down to victor- victorious there? I think Logan on this one. Um, yeah, I'd like to think Ricochet would get the, the big win on a big stage. Um, but I, just him being in this high-profile match on a big stage, I think, is, is cool for him. Um, but I, I'll, I'll pick Logan on that one. All right. I'm with you on that. I, I would love for Ricochet to pull it off, but you don't bring in somebody like Logan Paul just to let him lose. So uh, I, I'm with you. I think he wins the match. I think the entire panel agrees. We're going to go with Logan Paul. Uh, next up, you've got, I don't know if it's next up, but this next match we're talking about. we got Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. Oh, I, uh, I don't really care who wins that one because I'm not a huge fan of either one, but I will say this should be a, should be a decent. No, scratch that. should be a really good physical, um, match. And I think, I think it's probably going to be one of those matches that at the end of the night when you're like, I wasn't really looking forward to this match, but man, that was really good. They beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, I really wish they uh, would kind of let them go almost MMA style, you know, very yeah. little, you know, I mean, worked, but but let them go, let them go for a little bit uh, and uh, see what happens. But uh, I think, uh, you know, I've heard the rumors that that uh, Ronda may be on her way out. Don't know if that's true or when that may be, but uh, but it'd be cool to see Shayna get the get the victory. Yeah, if, if, if Ronda's on her way out, then I for sure see Shayna winning unless this is the match that uh, Ronda wins and then Shayna wins the next one. But I think this is the one where you let Shayna win since she's on her way out. Ronda Ronda's on her way out, but all right. Um, why don't we go with the intercontinental championship match? We got Gunther versus Drew McIntyre. I would like to see, uh, I just a banger of a match. I think this, this could be, this could be one of those that has no finish. I could see that happening um, because, you know, uh, Gunther has had this long run as the Intercontinental Champion, but we have other, you know, champions that are in the long run too. So it's, you know, we don't need the same storyline. So if Drew were to win, I'd be okay with that. Um, but I'd like to see this just just be one of those physical matches that just kind of has no ending. I hate to say that I don't want a match with no ending or, or that I want a match with no ending, but I think that may be the case here. I'm going to agree, three for three so far. I'm agree with you again. I kind of thought this that this one would end up in a schmoz of some sort, um, but it's time for you know Gunther has uh, or the Ring General as he likes to be called has proved his point. He is a, a really good old school grappler. Uh, it's not going to benefit him to hold that championship much longer. It's time for him to step up and challenge Seth or whoever the champion is at the time. But going back to what you said, this could be a situation where him and Drew battle back and forth for months before it's finally... I I might even say that I would like to see them uh, battle this last all the way to Mania with them either trading back and forth or uh, something of that sort and then letting WrestleMania be the clean slate where Guther starts to... You know, the title title picture's 
resetting at that point, and he can hop up there and challenge Seth or whoever the champion is, and uh, and have a fresh start when the new season starts. Yeah, I um, I think Drew gets the victory here. Um, next up, we got the WWE Women's Championship match. We've got it's a triple threat. I didn't know this became a triple threat. I haven't watched. TV, their television program in a little bit. So, Asuka versus Bianca Belair versus Charlotte Flair. I mean, it's, I'm going to go. Gonna be, I'm going to go Charlotte. Be yeah, it's going to be Charlotte. Yeah, it's Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte gets We've got to get her one more, one more step closer to, you know, tying her dad's record. And I think she's almost there. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know that that's what I want, but Charlotte. I'm going to say in light of recent developments, which I'll let Daniel speak about more later, uh, if he chooses to, I'm going to go with the BEST person in the match, which would be Bianca Belair. I think it's time for her to conquer her Oscar Mountain, and uh, I can't wait for her and Charlotte. That's another one. I can see her versus Charlotte at Mania, and that being a high-quality match because they're both tremendous athletes. Oscar is too, but you know, I, I that's who I see coming out of that one as uh as the champ is Bianca. All right, we got the um, I guess this is the rubber match, um, or maybe not. Um, yeah, this is the rubber match. Uh, we've got Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Um, I'm gonna go on with this. I clearly think this is the End of this final series, and um, Cody comes victorious and uh, goes on his way to become dashing towards that world title. He'll be dashing for the world title after this. Um, to me, I, and, and it comes, it does not come around very often, but this is one of those matches that the loser of this match is not hurt overall in the grand scheme of things. If you're Cody, you got your butt kicked by Brock Lesnar. He's Brock freaking Lesnar. Um, if you're Brock and you lose to Cody, well, you don't wrestle that much anyway. So you go away for a few months, everybody will forget that you lost to him. Um, you shouldn't. Brock shouldn't lose to Cody. But I just think it's one of those rare times that the loser does not uh, is not a loser. If that makes sense. Uh, in the grand scheme of things. And it's, it is like a lot of times the losers fall to the mid card. You never see them again. This is just going to be a good old special attraction match. And whoever loses the match will be just fine the next time we see him. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm going with Cody on this one too. Um, I think they both move on to different things. Um, no, no title program yet, but I think they both will move on to different things. Um, and, uh, and I'm perfectly fine with that. All right, uh, you've got your world um, heavyweight championship match. You got Seth freaking Rollins versus Judgment Day's Finn Balor. Um, does Rollins does Rollins retain, or is, does Finn finally get his his victory, his title run here? Does he start his, fi- his final title run? I mean, because he technically had one for one day. Um, and uh, is that really a yeah. run? Though is one day a run? I mean, it's in the record books is one day. He had it. He had it. 
Um, I, I, I do think this is the, the time I think, and, and you know, we talked about it in the last pay-per-view where I, I thought the judgment day was going to have a really, really good outing. Uh, I still think they are in for a run while there's cracks in the, in the bloodline on the other show. I think it's time for the judgment day to stand strong. Um, and you know, you've got the, the women's champion, now you got the North American champion, you got the money in the bank holder, and now you've got the world heavyweight champion as Finn, uh, defeats Rollins. And then, you, you know, you're always going to have that tension to where what happens because we, you know, you've got Damien's got the briefcase. Is he going to go to the other show and then make the judgment day even bigger or will he cash in on Finn? I think the storyline is, is custom made to be good. So uh, I would like to see Finn win that one. I am a huge Seth Rollins guy. I love, uh, he's probably one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, he is one of my favorite wrestlers. And I agree that there will be tension in the judgment day after SummerSlam, but that's only because Seth Rollins beats Finn. Damien cashes in, Damien's your new world champion, and then you see that tension within Judgment Day start to boil over because Finn feels like he couldn't get the job done. Damien was. Um, I think that we see a, ca- a successful Money in the Bank cash in at SummerSlam. Uh, I think Seth wins and ultimately loses the same night. I... <laughs> There's the thing. I'm okay with these three scenarios. I'm okay with Seth winning, retaining, and then going on, and that's it. I'm okay with Finn Balor winning and going on and with that. And I'm also yeah. okay with Seth winning and Damian Priest cashing in and, run, and being victorious and taking the title and going on. Like, all those three of those, I see storyline you can do down the road yeah. even with Seth retaining even though you're like okay he's retaining what's going on yeah but you have he beat Finn again then you got the whole Finn like is the only one without a title but yet the leader and all this stuff and there's so much story there and then Seth could move on to whoever else that may be it may be a you know a um you know there's many other people that can can feud with with uh with Seth uh, and then, but then you, you know, you've got the Finn wins. You got all of them having a title. You've got, um, you've got uh, Damien possibly could cash in on him, but yet he not. He could also say, "I'm loyal. I'm going to cash in on someone else." Um, and then, um, you know, if you uh, have the the cash in there, it's like Damien's like, "Hey, I'm I'm the leader because you could get the job done, but I I did." You yeah. know, and that kind of thing. So there's just so much more, so much there. So uh, very intriguing. That's probably going to be my, I mean, I, I, well, I was going to say it's probably going to be my most, the match I'm, I'm more interested in the most, but then I forgot about this one. The main event probably is going to be your undisputed WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns against Jey Uso. Um, I don't think he dethrones Roman Reigns, but I do think we definitely for sure see some more future more laid out story of this whole bloodline situation um that would just take us further and further deeper into this um this this family history here so yeah i'm just along for this bloodline ride as i have been for two and a half years and uh you know god bless uh, jay uso for being in another main event you know by himself and i i love it i i i'm just 
I just love being a part of this ride. So keep it going. Jimmy comes back. Jimmy comes back, right? Please, I don't know. Please, oh. WWE, whatever you do, do not have Jimmy come back and turn on Jay. That would be the worst. I've heard a lot of suggestions. That's the worst one I've heard so far. Yeah, that's terrible. I would absolutely love to hear The Rock's music hit and him come out and screw Roman Reigns at the end of the night. Um, This is the first time in a long time where I have felt like either man, I could see either man walking out with the championship. Um, To really quick go back to what we were talking about the match before, I think the most intriguing, and I'm going to wrap it up really quick so we can stay on topic, but uh, I would love to see Finn, uh, I would love to see Finn win and then uh, Damian cash in on Roman and have a little Judgment Day versus Bloodline thing going on. That could be a way to introduce new members to the Bloodline, but back to the question at hand, um, I can see either one of them walking out. You know, there's always a surprise at SummerSlam. I don't know what this year's is going to be. Would love to hear the Rock's music hit and him be the one to come out and end Roman's reign, uh, no pun intended, to set up a, to set up their match at Mania and not even be a title match, just be them. Just who who's the real head of the table type situation? So I'm excited. I'm going. I'm always more pumped when I'm going. Uh, let's let's get it. I, I'm ready. All right. There you have it, folks. I don't. I mean, I went to the list of all the matches. I don't think I missed anyone. Um, that, you forgot uh, the SummerSlam Battle Royal. Well, I, I guess we thought LA Knight's going to win that, right? I mean, who's in the Battle Royal? Uh, we know him and Sheamus. That's all we know. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's. Um, oh, you're not in it, Daniel. I figure you'd be in. It. You're not in it. No, I'm not in it. I currently work for a different promotion at the moment. So, well, I, Mickey was in the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. She worked for your same company. I didn't know if they'd throw you in there. Oh well. Uh, oh, oh, have we? Have I said too much? Are we spoiling something? I don't want to do that. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, the maybe the winner of it will get a some kind of a thing, and they can spray paint an X on it. Uh, that's true. There we go. There we go. All right. So, um, guys, hey, they, hey, don't forget the big one's coming up for OVW. We can't August, August tenth uh, live on it's Fight TV. It's a it's a free TV, free yeah on Fight TV. Um, TV special in August, the big one. Uh, last year's a big one. Unfortunately, I couldn't make it. Um, and then, um, you know, shortly, in the next couple of weeks, guys, we're going to be able to, to make or talk about, I hope we can, we can make it here, um, but I think we will be able to. We're going to be able to talk about a, an awesome um, thing that's going to be happening in the next uh, month or so, so we're going to be able to talk about and promote, and and uh, I'm excited for that for that big announcement. How are you guys? I'm pumped, man. It's uh, it's coming. It's coming soon. We've been hinting around it for a long time, and we'll have specific information about uh, about a lot of guys that uh, that uh, fans around here know locally that will be on a on a bigger bigger screen somewhere. So, yeah, very excited. Very excited news. I can't wait um, hmm. here in the next couple of weeks. So, uh, I teased you at the beginning of the show about some uh, who to look out for. Uh, special guests, and while we're going to have those guests on, we'll also be promoting and talking about our, our big announcement we have for um, some people, local people around here, including the company uh, that we that me and me and uh, Eric and Linda work for OVW. So, um, 
guys, in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have Deanna Peraza on, I believe next week, actually. Uh, welcome, Deanna, on. I'm excited to have her on the uh, two-time knockouts, uh, Impact Knockouts champion. Um, and then, um, and then um, the a week after, if not the week after that, at least this month, in the month of August, we're going to have the leader of the design, the one and only Cody Diener, who just started a new podcast of uh, uh, himself called Wrestling is Life, Wrestling is Wrestling. Uh, so check that out. Um, and uh, it's really good. His first guest was Josh Alexander. They did a two-parter there. It's actually really good insight into um, Josh. And, and again, it's talk about wrestling, but talks about life. So it's a great, uh, great podcast. We're going to have Cody on uh, to talk about uh, his um, his career as well as his his uh, time when he was un- in violent bodies under, under the tutelage of Eric Young, as well as um, when he kind of killed Eric. Uh, took over the design, but then but he got better. Eric, Eric is back. So interesting. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to talk about that too as well. What happened with Eric Young there, and he's back, and what uh, what's going to happen there? So we'll see. So, um, anyways, um, don't we have somebody else coming on this month too? We do. We do have some some uh, other people coming on um, this month. We have. Uh, I, I, we can't really. I don't want to promote that yet, though. Let's put okay, that as a surprise. They're all TBD. How about that? TBD is my favorite wrestler. They never let you down. They never let you down. They never let you down. TBD is is awesome, uh, for sure. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, how about that? Did you see the? Did you say? Did you see the second part? They named one of the people. I did. Oh, okay, I'm just trying to make. I, I was just making sure. No, I did. Right. I did. All right. I did. Yeah, and I, I didn't. I never needed you to, at all to to read it or anything. So no, I'm just, no, no. I don't need to. I don't need to um, say any of that. I mean, I, you know, it, it's 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 fine. It's fine. It'll it'll be it'll y'all be. Y'all just talk amongst yourselves. I'm on my own. You're against the wall over there. It looks like too. <laughs> it does yeah. look like you're against the wall. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, ah, you know. When we have it on, it'll be a it'll be a great a great episode. Uh, it might even be a, the greatest episode. Um, yeah. So, but, but that'll be probably about seven or eight p.m. EST Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Probably sure. so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So, uh, anyways. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. As always, you can find us on the Podcast Avenues, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Apple Podcasts, or just go to ringsidepodcast.com. Get us there. Uh, any, basically, anywhere you hear podcasts, anywhere you you see, you can listen to podcasts, uh, we're on it. And if for some reason we're not on it, then hit us up, and we'll make sure we get our program on there. But again, just go to ringsidepodcast.com. It's also easy to listen that way. You can get us on the social media, the Twitter. Oh no! The Instagram. It doesn't. It doesn't. Instagram. The threads, ladies and gentlemen, the TikTok, and the Facebook at Ringside Podcast. Individually on the X, the threads, and the Instagram. I'm at Daniel Spencer. I'm at Jeremy underscore CSZ. And I'm at Eric on the air at most of the platforms and also at Voice of the Valley on Cameo. I will 
do a special ring announcement just for you, birthdays, anniversaries, or if you want to do your own, you know, ring entrance, I will take care of that. Uh, and also, you can check out ProWrestlingTees.com slash OVW Eric for all the merch. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm on Cameo as well. Uh, you can hit me up, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Daniel Spencer. Uh, I'm not on Cameo at all, but if you want me to announce something for you, just DM me and I'll do it. I'm a pretty nice guy. Send me some money. We'll, let's go. Yeah, I think he, uh, I think that's that's uh, yeah, I think that's right. Um, by the way, Thanks. big shout out to the person who bought our shirt. I mispronounced his name in the last episode. Uh, his name is Casper Zach. Uh, so John Casper Zach. I don't know how I said his last name last time, but I butchered it badly. So uh, he he told me how to correct. He's like, "Hey, you said it wrong, but it's how you say it." I was like, "Oh, thank you." Um, so yeah, Casper Zach. So. Uh, shout out to you, John Kasperzak. Thank you so much for buying our shirt. We appreciate it. Anybody else who buys us, buys our T-shirt at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Daniel Spencer, the Ringside Podcast T-shirt, or you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we will shout you out on the show, uh, no doubt. So there you go. All right. Uh, any final thoughts before we close out? No, it's, it's, it's going to be a good week of wrestling. It's going to be a fun time in Detroit. Like I said, uh, if you want to watch the show, the YouTube, uh, it'd be easier for you to just get on the X and follow me at Jeremy underscore CSZ. The uh, notification will go up there. Maybe Daniel can join us. Eric can join. Whoever wants to join can join, and we'll have a good time. It'll be SummerSlam. Uh, let's go. All right. Sounds good. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for listening, as always. In the meantime, in between time, until next time. Next- <laughs> Dang it. It's been a while. It's been a while. You catch us ringside. Yeah. Is LA Knight champion yet? I'm going to go check. See ya.